0: Come on now. is what? Mother's Day. Day. And we're gonna speak about what? Our mother's good. All right. We're gonna turn to the scriptures. Matthew chapter twenty. Verse twenty to twenty-three. Matthew chapter twenty verse twenty to twenty-three. Okay, we're going to start with verse 20 and 21. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and worshiping him, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? Jesus asked. She said, grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right hand. And the other at your left in your kingdom. Amen. Today's message is titled, She is some mama. Amen. Look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, she is some mama. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. Yep. They come in all size and shape. Some are tall, some are short, some are stout, some are thin, some are loud, some are quiet, some laugh all the time, some look angry all the time. They come in all size, shape, shades, and color but god has built within them an innate ability to function under pressure and do things that many of most of the fathers cannot praise god she's a unique make she does some of the things that she can do Only she can do. Praise God. Thank God for our mothers. Amen. For some, motherhood is an accident and not always a welcome one. If you learn and look at Europe, you find that motherhood seems not to be a very exciting call For many folks, women folks. For some, biological motherhood is an impossible thing. For some, mothers weren't all that nice. For some, motherhood, under the best of circumstances, is not a bed of rows or a cakewalk. All right. Now, taking from the words of a poet, Wilma Bush, this is how the poet puts it, to become a mother is not so difficult. On the other hand, being a mother is very much so. Praise the Lord. Amen? Can the mothers say amen? For many, becoming a mother is not a big thing, but to continue to be a mother is not a very easy task. So come, let's go together to the scripture this morning that we had displayed. We see two boys, two young men. They are boisterous. Jesus says they are known or they are called as sons of thunder now if you have a nickname sons of thunder what does that tell you what goes through your mind if you have someone with a nickname sons of thunder Hmm? can you imagine two boys they're known as sons of thunder They did not just get that name just like that, but their character was such that these boys, they were what? They were called and known and their actions were such and their words were such that they would demand. They told Jesus once, bring fire from heaven and destroy these people. Now to be a mother of these two boys was not an easy task. But it's a joyful thing to see that this mother was a mother who sought Jesus. She comes with her two boys seeking Jesus, coming for something very special. Now, I want you to come with me. James and John has a very unique request. And either the boys put their mother to it, or the mother is putting the boys to it. We don't know. Mark says these two boys, they came to Jesus with the same request. Either way, I want to bring your attention to the fact that between the mother and these two boys who are known as the Thundercats, is that what it says? No. Sons of Thunder, right. Sons of Thunder, there was a cordial relationship that they both, all three, could come to Jesus at the same time for the same request and plead with Jesus. Now you might think that's a small thing. It's not. Unless you have a relationship, an ongoing rap with your mama, with your mother, with your parents, you cannot come together seeking the face of Jesus. If you are not in the habit of seeking the face of Jesus together as a family. If you're not cultivated a lifestyle where you come together as father, mother, children and ask of God and seek His face and worship Him. Let me tell you, when special moments arise, the children will shy away. God. I see many people who can't worship with their parents. I see many parents who cannot worship with their children. It seems that there is an, there is an unseen barrier between them. That there is a feeling of uncomfortable. You're not comfortable. It's, is that a generation thing, a generation gap? I don't know what it is, but let me tell you, James and John and Mama Salome did not have that gap. They could barge into the presence of Jesus, worshiping him and asking of him, praise God. In our church, we want to cultivate within every family, if there is any walls of hostility that has come up between the parent and the children, it's time to knock them down and seek the face of the Lord together. Praise God. Amen? Yes. Salome, was one, and these two boys, they came, they sought the face of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Hey guys, what's going on? Praise God. Now, before we go, I just want to tell you guys something. You are always a child to your mother. Now, you might have become a doctor, you might have become a surgeon, you might have become an engineer, you might have become a mayor, you might have become a president, no matter who you have become with time. I want to tell you, for your mother, you are still her boy and you are still her girl. And if she wants to whack you, No matter how, where you have come to in life, in the sight of your mother, you are still her child. Praise God. Whether She will laugh with you and she will celebrate your success. She will cry with you and she will be disappointed at the failures of life. But let me tell you something. If there is anybody on this side of the earth who will stand in the gap with fervor and zeal, it is your mother. Don't forget that. You can have fair friends. You can have buddies. You can have spouses. They all are good. But let me tell you, with the passion that she can stand for you, nobody will stand for you. Now, we want to learn from our mothers. I believe that all of us have godly mothers. How many of you guys and girls have godly mothers? Thank you. How many of you mothers think that you are a godly mother? None. One, two, three, that's it. Don't let your kids down, they waved. Praise it. You and I have to learn from our mom. What do we learn from them? Number one, praise God. You learn what? Stand on the promise. Do you know why Salome and the two boys came to Jesus? With this very strange request, the request was when you come in your kingdom, make sure that these two boys of mine, John and James, one is on the right side and one is on the right left side, seated on the throne, ruling and reigning with you. This was based on, The pronouncement that Jesus had made in Matthew chapter 19 where he gives a glimpse into the preview and he says in the coming kingdom when he comes the 12 disciples will sit with him around him ruling and reigning from their thrones. Everybody heard it. Only two acted on it. All the twelve were there. But two. I don't know if Salome was there. Maybe she was. But they acted on the promise that they heard. Wow. You and I hear promises from the Lord. But let me tell you. Do we act on the promises of God? May our children see our mothers and parents, our people who act on the promises of God even when it looks impossible, may they see in you an innate quality where they see that you believe in the word of God and you will stand on the promises of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So guys, girls, learn to stand on the promises of God. Praise God. Number two, the Bible says, these two boys and mother Salome came and knelt down before him and worshipped him. May our children see our parents our mothers and let them see that quality in them as one who worships. How much importance do we give in worshiping God? Is worship a priority for us? I'm not talking only about Sunday morning worship. I'm not only talking about corporate worship. I'm talking about worship as a lifestyle. May our children see us People as people as parents who worship God in our private moments. Salome and James and John comes, kneels down before Jesus, and worship him. Praise God. Amen. What is so important about worship? Well, in the realms of spiritual dimension, worship creates an atmosphere. The psalmist says, God dwells on the praises of Israel. In other words, when you and I start worshiping God, when praise goes up, praise God, the presence of God starts manifesting. Praise God. When the presence of God is manifested, the power of God is manifested. When the power of God is manifested, the provision of God is released you hear the voice of God speaking into your lives. In other words, worship creates an atmosphere where you are able to touch Him and He is able to touch you where the environment becomes conducive for you to enter into an intimate relationship with Him. Praise God. No, I'm not saying worship is something that you enter into to get some goodies from God. No, 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 no. We worship God because he's worthy to be worshipped. But as you worship God, who is worthy to be worshipped, something happens. In the spirit realm, there is a breaking, an invasion into your time, into your space of the presence of God that makes the impossible possible. Amen. Praise God. Abraham worshiped God on the Mount Moriah and Jireh, God will provide was manifested. Solomon worshiped God and God came down to him and said, what do you want? Praise God. Jehoshaphat worshiped God and God came down ready to fight their battle. Praise God. Paul and Silas worshiped God and there was a manifestation that shook the foundation of the structure that kept them holding down. Praise God. Worship breaks sets an atmosphere. King David Brought the ark of God into the city of Zion. And he had a 24-7 worship. As worship continued, King David reigned and ruled. As worship set an atmosphere, worship created an atmosphere for him to govern and rule in a manner that was acceptable to God. When the church of Antioch got together to worship, they heard the Spirit of God saying, Send and separate Barnabas and Paul for the service that I've called. Worship creates an atmosphere. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Bold mama. Praise God. Not bashful. Not ashamed. When everybody's thinking in their mind. And when everybody's contemplating. When everybody's procrastinating. This mama, she took matters into her hand. She stood on the promises of God. She looked into what Jesus said. Regardless of what was going on, she came to Jesus and said, I heard you say, we heard you say, when you establish the kingdom, more you're going to have the 12 disciples around you. Let me tell you, I got two that is your disciples. I want one on the right. And the other of the I don't know what it is. Is it cultural? Or the thing in the Western culture? You know. It is, it is considered polite to always yield. That's good. It's good to yield. Praise God. But in the realms of God. If you want something from God. You got to become people. Oh, press in. Who oh, is not afraid to ask? Who oh, is not afraid to press in? She was a bold mama. She came up to Jesus. She worshiped him and she asked. You know how she could ask? Why she could ask? Praise God. Huh? Jesus asked her What do you, what do you want? Worship had created the atmosphere for the creator to ask. What do you wish? She was not going to sell for small things. She's going to shoot for the stars. Mothers, what are you shooting for? What are you shooting for? How high are you shooting? What's in your mind? How wide is the horizon in your mind concerning your children? Are you just going to settle for a doctor, an engineer? How about praying, Lord, let my children become ship and shakers. Let my children turn the world upside down. Let my children become people who would impact nations. Let my children become people who will impact generations. Praise God. What do you ask for? Shoot for the stars. If you would shoot for the stars, I want to tell you, your children will emulate you. Praise God. They would emulate you. They will become bold. They will become people who would stand on the promises. They will become people who would ask for the things that are impossible on the natural skin. Learn from your mama. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, girls, what have you picked from your mom? Looks? Is it looks? (laughs) Some time ago, somebody told me, I hate my mom. Somebody else told me, I hate my dad. I looked at them and I said, Boy, how do you look in the mirror? Oh, you didn't get it? I hate my dad, I hate my mom. So I asked the person, how do you look in the mirror? Because this person looks exactly like the father and exactly like the mother. Can you imagine the feeling? If you hate your dad and mom and you look exactly like them, oh, every time you look into the mirror, what's, gonna, what's that going to remind you of? Oops. Looks. What you got from your mother? Looks. Well, if you did, praise God, I hope and I pray that you're happy with it it's an automatic thing right you don't do nothing for it what else have you got character is something that you pick up as life goes on well what else faith have you picked on faith the bible says the genuine authentic faith that was in Timothy's grandma was passed on to his mother and finally it was passed on to Timothy. There is a transmission that takes place. Praise God. Mothers, what are you transmitting? Guys, girls, what are you picking? Praise God. If there has to be a transmission going on, a transmitting of faith and faith values, there has to be good what? Good what? Good what? Huh? Good what? Yes. Good relationship, good connection. Praise God. Yes. Courage. She was bold. She was courageous. Well, how about us? Amen? Move on. Devotion? Dedication? What is it that you pick from your Bam. Praise God. Move on. Praise God. Hey, guys, this clicker is not working. I did that. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. That's an autopilot, guys. I'm not doing anything. Okay, here's this one. Bring to the next screen, please. Thank you, Jesus. The next one. Jesus will test the depth of a commitment. Mom asked for a blessing. Jesus says, you don't know what you're asking. We are like that. Many times we have no clue what you're asking for. But we do ask. So Jesus wants to test the depth of their commitment. He asked them a question. What was it? You want to be seated on the right and you want to be seated on the left? Let me ask you, can you, are you able to do what? Drink from the cup that I will drink Hannah gave gave what her only son before he was I want to tell moms. Are you willing to give? Some will have to take a step of faith. That is standing on the promises of God. Giving before it is manifested. Hannah gave before Samuel was born. Now check this out. Hannah gave Samuel stayed. Sometimes parents give. Children got nothing to do with it. Like Shambach says, God some called, others went. Praise God. Hannah gave. Samuel stayed. Do you know the depth of the commitment there? It was not only mother's commitment, the son had picked on that commitment. When everything around them was evolving, changing. When what God had put in place was eroding day after day. When the role models before them were crumbling in their values. When sin had became a habit in the holy place. Samuel was committed to God. Jesus will test the depth of our commitment. Praise God. He's saying, Are you able to drink of the cup that I drink? Sons of thunder responded by saying, Yes, we are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Many see ministry as a celebration, as a easy cake walk. Jesus hicked into the core and said, Are you able? The boys responded and said, We are and we will. Praise God. Jesus looked into the future and said, Indeed, you will. Praise God. Indeed you are. Amen. Jesus will test the depth of our commitment to him. Praise God. It will come in a way That you least expect, at the least expected time, in a least expected moment of your life. For Joseph, the commitment that he made to God, and the commitment was purity, was set in a setting where there was nobody around him. In a culture where it was okay to do what was asked of him. But his commitment to God was so strong. That he did not buckle even if he had to pay a price for it. God will test the depth of your commitment. Praise God. Hallelujah. For Daniel. The test of his commitment was such when it was about a simple thing like dietary law. Hey, you're in some other country. You're lucky that you made it through. You had a captive slave boy entered into internship in the law royal service why bother about dietary rules nay that was a commitment to the word of god to the law of god he stood his commitment that prepared him for the next round of commitment when one was Testing him in the foot realm. The other was. Testing him in the worship realm. For one he had to give up. Perhaps the position. For the other one he had to give up. His life maybe. Praise God. God will test. The depth of your commitment. Amen. Praise God. No one will know. Nobody. You will know. You will know. God will definitely know. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, are you? The boy he said, yes, we are. Jesus looked and said, I know that you're going to be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your commitment can develop you. Or destroy you. Either way. It will. Define you. Praise God. Hallelujah. The commitment that you make. In the realms of God. Salome. Mother didn't have no clue. She was asking for a crown. Without a cross. She was asking. For a throne. Without thorns. Praise God. Standing at the foot of the cross, she looked up at Jesus on the cross. Praise God. To the right and to the left were no thrones but there were two cross two thieves. She looked up to his head. There was no crown of splendor but a crown of thorns. Standing at the base of the cross. Perhaps she remembered what she had asked for. And she realized. Before you receive. Before you get your inheritance. Before you possess your possession in the realm of God. There is a price that you have to pay. Praise God. The Roman coins that were circulated at that time had an impression of an ox. Ox facing two things. An altar and a plow. With an inscription that would say either one of them. In other words, the ox Had to either ultimately lay his life down as a price on the altar. Or pick up the plow and labor for the rest of his life. Folks. In the realms of Christianity. Praise God. There is a cup with your name on it. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is a cup with your name on it your father has drunk it your mother has drank from it praise God every one of us will have a cup they're not the same cup the size is not the same the volume is not the same praise God but it will test you That cup doesn't mean that you're going to have an abrupt end to your life as a sacrifice, as a martyr, like James did. For some, it's like James. For some, it's like John, which is a long life, dying every day to self and living for Christ. Praise God. Mothers. Are we preparing our children? Praise God! Are we emulating a lifestyle that they can follow? If you have a cup, God is giving you the grace to take that cup and to move forward in life. Praise God, all eyes closed. Praise God, every eye closed. When everything is done, will your children look up to you and say, was a shaker. She made an impact in my life. She left a mark on me. She strengthened my faith. Guys, girls, do you have a relationship with your parents that you can come together at the feet of Jesus and stand on the promises Strain in the relationship. It's our prayer this morning. God will give you the grace to mend that relationship. Praise God. How many of you mothers will pray, Lord? Hallelujah. Take my children, use them according to your will. Praise God. Salome's request was her will our children's will, but it was not, we don't know it was God's will, would you align your request with the will of God concerning your children, how many of the mothers this morning will say, Lord you've given me one, you've given me two, you've given me three, you've given me four, you've given me five, you've given me six, you haven't given me yet. generation, to make a person who would impact the nation. Eunice, when she transmitted it to Lois, it stayed within the family. When Lois transmitted it into Timothy, it takes time for a planet shaker to come out but would you do your part praise God how many mothers this morning will say Lord the generation the posterity that you have given me I bring it to the Lord use them for your glory use them in any realm use them in every realm Take them as higher as you want. Take them as wider as you want. Take them to the ends of the earth. Let them become everything that you want them to be. How many of you would release the arrows that God has entrusted you with? You, if you are that mother, I want you to stand I had only one, she gave Samuel's day, praise God, hallelujah, would you give this mother's day, praise God, would you give your precious gift, your blessing, reward of your womb, the fruit of your womb, into the hands of an everlasting God and say Lord use him use her But in the Holy.